from the Carter Subaru Studios, this is the G and Ursula Show with G. Scott and Ursula Voitine. Back in the day, did you ever use someone's password in your neighborhood when the password wasn't, excuse me, when the Wi-Fi wasn't protected by a password? Have you yourself allowed someone to use and share your Wi-Fi or something like that? Well, coming up next, we're going to tell you, we're going to go to Australia, and there's a story about a guy that says, hey, you put a password on your Wi-Fi, and we have the sound for that. We'll do that next. But right now, Chef, you ready to get it? Agree to disagree. Brought to you by Garden Roofing and Gutters. One of these days, we just got to take off the gloves, just really go at it. The chancellor at the University of Wisconsin has been fired because in addition to his work at the university, he was producing and starring in pornographic videos with his wife alongside some famous porn star friends of theirs. Joe Gao was serving as lacrosse chancellor since 2007, but after the Board of Regents found out the videos, which Joe had recently posted online under the username Happy Sexy Couple, the Regents unanimously let him go. And they fired his wife as well from her unpaid assistant chancellor position. The happy, sexy couple is all over the media these days, uh, saying that their free speech free speech rights were infringed upon, and the university let them go without cause. Gee, what say you? Give them their jobs back. They didn't commit a crime. We are always trying to give our personal opinions and put that on others on why they shouldn't do something. If someone, if a couple, we just in scenarios, we talked about a situation where we talked about lying. This is a situation where the couple is doing something together. They're not committing a crime. I would assume that you have to pay. uh, You have to get through a paywall, so meaning that you have to pay to see the content. So here we are in 2024. Brother Chef, I can guarantee you in 2044, 2064, this will be a popular thing. Couples just out there, you want to make your money, you make your money. I don't know why we want to go ahead and fire folks, lose folks from their jobs. We we still are the same country that fire people from their jobs because they decide to be in different interracial relationships, same-sex relationships. We still have people losing their jobs in this country for that. We still have folks losing their job for this. Give them their jobs. Not only give them their jobs, maybe uh, bring them into one of the nine classes the University of Washington, University of Wisconsin offers on human sexuality that deals exactly with these issues. I mean, literally, mm. they're the chancellors of a university that teaches classes, that, that holds classes, yeah. instructs in classes, that talk about all these issues, and not in a way that's negative, in a way that this is the human condition regarding human sexuality, and yet... When it's actually being practiced by, remember, these were not folks who were fooling around each other. They weren't doing anything. I mean, you could decide that that maybe making cooking shows with uh, with porn stars is not your cup of tea. I understand it's not my cup it's of tea. It's not mine either. But I would say that, I know it is yours, your cup of tea, because you actually know how to cook. I, that's not my cup of tea. No. <laughs> Thank you, though. Meatloaf. <laughs> so, so. As my point being this, like it seems incredibly and deeply hypocritical that you would be chancellors of a university that is more than comfortable talking about these issues in classroom, showing video in classroom. Do I mean, I've taken college level human sexuality courses. They tend to be very, very 
vivid. They tend to be very, very frank about what's going yeah. on. And these are the issues they talk about. And yet you're going to fire the chancellors who are not really particularly hiding on the, about their lifestyle. They were not sneaking around on this. It seems crazy mm. Chef, we're to, so, to Chef, bump them for this. You and brother, you and I have talked about this. Okay. Yeah. We are so far behind on this type of discussions because, you know, a lot of religion and church has gotten into this and made things like, oh, you can't do that. Oh, no, you shouldn't do that. The television shows that we used to watch yeah. used to have mom and dad sleeping in separate beds. We are behind on the times. But your thoughts on this, brother? Okay, so uh, publicly paid position. Uh, you're supposed to be in a position of leadership. Are, are you both telling me that if like Sound Transit was looking at hiring a new uh, director for the agency and they and you know, we're doing our due diligence, checking up on this person, you find out they have like an entire uh, forum on the pornographic website featuring videos of themselves like you'd be like, sure. Yeah, let's hire that person. What would be the so what would be, you know, what my first be, question would go be good. Mm. My first question would be. How well will the transit system run? That's what I'm saying. Because if they were doing porn constantly and we actually had sound transit finishing projects on time, more power to you. I yeah. don't care about the pornography. I would love to see light rail completed. <laughs> that okay, is so a way bigger are, priority. You for are me. remarkably progressive people. Uh, I would also like to point out that at Harvard, they just let their president go. Because university positions and positions of leadership in universities are political positions. They have to rely on their donors. Universities have huge numbers of donors that they rely on. And if the donors object to a certain person in leadership, whether it's because they produce porn, they have a caustic personality, uh, they don't get along well with whatever it is, they don't like their politics, those people can be let go. And it happens all the time. I, I mean, to pretend that we're in a moment in this country where somebody's private life making porn becomes public and that does not inflict a reputational da reputational damage to them. We're not there yet. Well, we're not but, even close to there. But but we will and we will never be there if we continually respond like this. Right. I mean, let's let's talk about the rate of Americans. <laughs> Including people who voted these people out, who pushed them out, yeah. who watch pornography. That, you that, anyone here? That's what I'm saying. Anyone here can look up the stats with men. I mean, and we are we are the leaders in this in this category. There are estimates as high as ninety percent, and the lowest estimates are seventy percent. Regularly, women it ranges between fifty and like sixty eight percent. Like this is. To the idea that the people who are pushing them out are not in their own lives watching this is crazy. And plus, to your point about donors, why not open the door to a whole new group of, of sex-positive donors uh, at the uh, University of Wisconsin? Only fans suddenly sponsors a building. Oh or, boy! You know, at the I'm all for it. I want to just say, I want to say this: all to my, all of my law enforcement brothers and sisters know about this. You all have had to take lie detector test. To get those positions. Yeah. Right? Law enforcement. But some of these other positions in our world don't require any of that. And again, my man Mike, us, I think we all can agree. All of us, that's not our thing. We don't want to, to go and watch chancellors or husband wife. That's not my thing. However, I'm not stupid. Billions of dollars come into this country. 
behind this. So some of the same, to, to, what Mike's saying, some of the same people, Brother Chef, yep. that are saying those people need to go. I can't believe they are doing it are some of the same ones watching it. That some of the evening. same people that are saying, stop the drugs. The drugs need to stop. Have drug problems. That is the hypocrisy that I'm only that. pointing out. And that is the worst part of our country. And back to your question, mm-hmm. if this person for Sound Transit can fix some of the issues that we complain about with Sound Transit all the time, please have at it. Who cares what they do on something on their own time as long as they're not committing a crime? Okay, just to be very clear on this, the thing I'm most offended by this couple is their cooking videos, their sexy, healthy <laughs> cooking videos. The cooking where, is terrible. Where they make awful <laughs> vegan food with porn stars. It's like the worst looking food I, in the world. That, now, that is a valid, <laughs> okay. valid criticism. Right, chef. I sexy, also, healthy I gotta cooking. say, no. I never understood the 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 conflation of like sex and food anyway that doesn't like i i okay there's there's i kind of i kind of think that that is shall the two ever mix agree to disagree (laughs) (laughs) before we leave this two five three whenever you guys text some fire i i'm going to go ahead and by the way this person also text about mike lewis with actual fire on there but they said please hire a porn star to run the ferry system at least they would get them in and out regularly so you mean to tell me if there was someone truly qualified to come in here and fix what's going on with our ferry system and you mean to tell me the vast majority of people would say well gee i don't care if they're making porn in their office if they can get the ferries to run on time they're a hero Okay, can I just bring up one more thing? What the heck is a chancellor? Have you ever seen what these people wear? For ceremonies, they look like they look like freaking court jesters from the 1400s in lacrosse. Like, hey, still, what is judges, lacrosse? The judges in England still wear wigs. That's fine. Yeah, everyone's, I know. It's everyone's so got weird. their thing. All right, That's good okay. stuff, chef. Good stuff. Oh, speaking of bedroom habits, oh. <laughs> we're gonna get in trouble. No, we're not. We're not. We're not. Right. The Wall Street Journal published this article. It's been like the top story on their page for the last three days. Mm-hmm. That apparently doctors say that it's much better. If you sleep in your socks. Uh, so, for example, a study in the Journal of Physiological Anthropology finds that men who wear socks to bed, they fall asleep seven and a half minutes faster, they sleep 32 minutes longer, and wake up seven and a half times less often than people who don't wear socks. Okay. Some folks say it is disgusting to wear socks to bed, but a small, a small minority of folks polled say, yeah, socks in bed, totally fine. Where are you at, G? Well, here's the thing. In the beginning of the relationship, socks and beds are totally fine. And I'm going to speak on behalf of my brothers out here with them just just, just not good feet. You know what I mean? I'm one of them. You know? And so <laughs> I'm just telling y'all, I'm one of them. And so for, <laughs> hey, look here, man. For a while, you know, you don't. This turned into you, a weird <laughs> confessional. No, what do you mean? I, it's no, G, no, no, it's great. It's, it's, it's the Jane yeah. Ursula show where we <laughs> keep it a buck and I tell stories based right. on real experience or something that I've read. Yeah, yeah, In this case, you, this is real experience. I don't want to scratch nobody. Right. You know what I mean? So yeah, you yeah. put them socks on and you're good. Now, when you've advanced into a relationship, they just to the point where it's like, you ain't going nowhere. I ain't going nowhere. You take your socks off and you're good. So I think a lot of times, one of the main reasons as to why the socks are on, not all the time, but the majority of the time, you hiding something. All right. And usually it's very simple. You hide your damn feet. Right. 
All right. I, I actually hear you there. For me, it's more of a heat issue. Mm-hmm. Like, like I've got a really good comforter, mm-hmm. good yeah. down comforter, and it just gets, and that thing, even if the room is cold, at some point, it starts to, you get kind of a little overheated in there. So, yeah. so generally speaking, the socks for me are, I could sleep in socks. Sleep? I mean, I, I sleep, when, I, when I'm backpacking or whatnot and I'm in a tent, I sleep in socks all the time. You sleep under a comforter, Mike? I do. What do you sleep under? Not a comforter. A rock? Just a little, a little small little blanket. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I just... Uh, that means you... That's what you mean these, a, these are the two choices. Wait, wait. A comforter or a rock. Stones. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you caught Chef and his, exagger- his exaggerations. He does that. But, I mean... It, but, no, but for real, though, in, in the house... Yeah. Is your house that cold where you need to sleep up in a comforter? It's an old house that's poorly insulated, so... Oh, but I also But I also like... I mean, for me, like, the perfect sleeping is when the room is cool yeah. and... Yeah. and and the comforter is like that to me, like a cool room with a good comforter is like the way you sleep. I think anybody who sleeps with sheets on their bed is a crazy person. We sleep under a comforter at my house, too. It's plenty warm. Here's the deal. Like, you ever get the sheets all tangled up? And there's the worst feeling in the world. <laughs> and who likes making a bed? Like, comforters are for lazy people. I am a lazy person, and that is exactly why I use one. I think they're perfect. As for socks in bed, gross. I think it is gross. Yeah. Nasty, I think is your term. <laughs> yeah, you nasty. Here's the thing. You ever have somebody's like socked feet rub up against your bare leg in the middle of the night? That is like the worst feeling. Static electricity. Well, you. I'm, uh, your life experiences me, are a little hold different. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm going to tell you this. What, what would you rather? What would you the, rather? The sock feet? Or your nasty hobbit feet? Or the scratch. The scratch. <laughs> the scratch from what? Toenails. Uh, <laughs> cut your toenails, dude. It's not that hard. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I think I stretched that out as much as I can. <laughs> to wit, I'm stealing your next story, G. So we're going to be talking about something else at 1130. Uh, you sent me this crazy video the other day. Sometimes, uh, you know, you go over to the neighbors to ask to borrow a cup of sugar. Maybe you ask for a couple, a cup of flour or a couple eggs. Um, but this guy, and I believe it is the UK, if I'm hearing the accent correctly, yeah. came up to his neighbor, all caught on door cam, uh, doorbell video, uh, and he asked him for something very specific that blew my mind. Okay. Hey. I live next door. I've got problems with the Wi-Fi. Okay, uh, okay, so why are you here to me? Well, I, I've got problems with your Wi-Fi. You've put a password on it. Uh, what do you mean? Look, I've been, how long have I been here now? I've been here two years. I've happily used the Wi-Fi, and uh, now I see that you, you've uh, put a password on it, and I can't use it. I think you're being unreasonable. Now, gee... We've established yesterday that you're fine with your your pet sitters going through your pantry yeah. and using your washer and dryer nilly willy. How about your neighbor stealing your Wi-Fi? You I rather I rather give you cash than to use my Wi-Fi. Really? Yes. Look, you start using other people. When I don't even like. Matter of fact, I had to buy the Orbi deal for my house to get you know a, a bunch of some of my my it's Wi-Fi to, to fix the di- the dead spots. Right? Yes, yeah. yes. Oh, okay. Because that way, when people come to my house and you have a get together, right? Then sometimes your Wi-Fi starts to slow down, and I don't like that. So you got to get the little boosters up mm-hmm. in your house. So bottom line is this: I'll get, I'll get, I'll give you twenty dollars a month. To help you out to go towards your Wi-Fi, I'm not letting you share my Wi-Fi to slow my Wi-Fi down, brother Mike. First off, yeah. is this person the last 
human on the planet who doesn't have, have yeah. password protected Wi-Fi? Yes. Like, what a bozo. Yeah. This guy just freeloaded for two years, and he should have. <laughs> the guy asking for it, obviously, <laughs> obviously, you know. Oh, really? You just, you just say no. You're asking for it? You're asking. Going out you dressed like that, Mike? password protect your Wi-Fi, you are asking for every bad thing on the planet. I'm sorry. I blame the, the homeowner, but when that guy was bozo enough to come over and ask for the Wi-Fi, I just shut the door immediately, and what I do then is release his video that then becomes viral internationally, <laughs> and the guy looks like an idiot because he's an idiot. It's idiot living next to idiot. Maybe that's part of the HOAs. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. It might be a UK thing. Maybe. Yeah, could be. Uh... Brother Nick, are you sharing your password, brother? I I don't I can't believe it's not even a requirement on air password on your Wi-Fi. No, I'm not sharing it. Okay, just make sure. Uh, <laughs> okay, this next topic I think is important, and I think you guys need to stick around for this because here's the question: Do you have any energy vampires in your life? Is there one person in your life that when you talk to them afterwards? You're exhausted because every time you talk to them, it is just a flat out energy suck. Oh, this bad. Oh, this happened. Oh, this happened. Well, coming up next, we're also going to give you ideas to do a friendship audit. That's right. All that comes up next. It's the Gene Nurse Show with Mike Lewis. You ever heard of that before? Mike Lewis is in for Ursula all week long. Yes, we do. Miss Ursula, she will be coming back here pretty soon. Uh, but right now, let's talk about this. Energy vampires. This was an article in the New York Times. And basically, they're tr- trying to tell you and give you an idea on how to identify them. Sometimes the energy vampires are the ones that succeed in creating a little drama wherever they go. And that energy feeds into emotional drama, everything that includes others' emotional drama. A little bit more chaotic, a little bit more pleasing the outcome of just things getting nasty. Also, some of these friendships, these people try in your life, they just try to bring you down and different things like that. And they also tend to target kindness. So instead of just talking about it, Mike, as we're talking about this, we'll get into, they get, did a friendship audit, right? So there's challenging you to conduct a friendship audit in 2024. And by the way, if you do have those energy vampires in your life, you probably uh, can use this right here. Here's the list. Who do you look forward to spending time with? Who makes you feel uplifted and understood? Who, if anyone, do you consistently put off seeing or dread responding to? Who often makes you feel so irritated? keyed up or fatigued that you have to recover after seeing them and who makes you regularly zone out during conversations because they just never involve you. The thing about energy vampires, they could be a coworker. They could be one of your friends. 
but it's even worse when it's one of your family members that you live with all the time. Mike, your thoughts, brother. So I don't know if any of you folks have, I'll make a quick aside before I get into it, but if you folks have not seen uh, the movie and then subsequent uh, series called What We Do in the Shadows, you should watch it. It's about a bunch of slacker vampires. It's a comedy, but the the strongest and most evil of the vampires is the guy who dresses in like a, I don't know, some sort of regular Oxford shirt and khakis, and he's the energy vampire. Right. And everyone gets sort of tired and unhappy when he's, I mean, like, so, but the funny thing is that it's not a funny thing. You have these friends that in the balance, and I've started, I, I figured out a few years ago, like, to just start minimizing contact with the people that I, oh, yeah, there's a weird, it's weird, like, you always feel just slightly worse after you've had an encounter, even if there's nothing specifically you can identify, you just feel like there is a slow drip corrosion during the entire conversation, and you just feel like a little less than and as soon as you're done, and so those people have got to go. I firmly believe in the energy vampire idea, and I do try to work to stay away from them. Unfortunately, Mike, I didn't I never, first of all, I've never heard this energy vampire thing. And I was just like, when I saw the, you, you, you sent it. Yeah. You, when you sent it, I was sitting with Chef. I started reading and I couldn't stop. Right. Cause you've dealt with this. But the, I've dealt with it, but I didn't realize this right. until like a year or so ago. Right. Like you, you hear the saying, like when people get older, they start to have less friends right. or less associates. And, I didn't really realize it until a year ago. And it's not that I am saying that this person is a bad person. Right. Right. I, no, that's not what I'm saying. But life is hard enough. What we go through, whether it's at work, in our own personal lives, physical and mental, all of the things that we go through, sometimes we don't have enough data space, right, to have any of that negativity. And you mentioned the slow drip. Yo, the slow drip that when you talk to somebody, you know, the conversation was this, but you you figure something out. You're like, every time I talk to or see that person afterwards, I just don't feel a little bit worse. It's like on this show, this show. And if anybody were to ask me, hey, G, how was the show today? You want to know what stands out to me? And matter of fact, I'm still impacted by it. Our 1030 segment. What did we talk about? The Epstein list. Yeah, I felt Awful after that. And if you listened to it, you probably felt awful too <laughs> because there was nothing good from it. There was and really so, this topic that. of doing this audit yeah. of friends, like, okay, who is it that you talk to that gives you energy? Who is it that you talk to that you feel exhausted after? The funny thing is, is sometimes it could be your own mama. And also, it could be your dad. And it could also be you. In other words, you should also police your own effect on people in that if every time you go to talk to them, you have this long list of like things that are either bad in your life or like seriously, like like you can only expect your friends to have sort of the friendship to have that much tensile strength. Right. And then at some point you push it past the breaking point and depending on the friend, it doesn't Mm -hmm. have much capacity to load much on it at all. And so you got to be careful. You got to police the other energy vampires, but you got to make sure that you don't become a a person who, who is one of those. Mm -hmm. And if you are not getting the callbacks, maybe that problem is closer than you realize. Now, I don't want to sit here and throw shots. Yeah. I want to say about myself, me right. personally. I think that through the months of 
of last year, September, October, November, I think that I was an energy vampire. If I reflect back, and if I'm being honest, I was an energy vampire. Everything that I thought about, everything that I would see, I would find something negative about that situation. I've told everyone I'm still in therapy, Right. right? And I'm not leaving therapy because I like the feeling of not feeling messed up. Right. There's a text message that comes in, Chef. It says, and I won't say their name because their name's on here, just broke up with my significant other for many reasons, but yeah, emotional vampire. I can cop to I can cop to being this person sometimes. Like, you know, if I'm in a bad mood at mm-hmm. home, like everybody else is gonna feel it. Everyone knows. You know, and, and, and it's something that I struggle with daily and my like my son is the same as me. I was telling you this morning, he's like, Oh my gosh, I feel like he's my energy vampire. <laughs> and I'm like, This is called looking in the mirror. <laughs> Gotta learn these things about yourself, right? Nick, you got any uh Emotional vampires out there, bro? I try not to be one, no, but uh, usually we call them negative Nancys back in the day. That's another word for energy vampires. Somebody tries to find some negative out of anything. You try and avoid that. I know. All right, well, I think... That's how they feed. I think this is a good topic, and I think that, you know... I wanted to share that because I don't want to be the one that's just taking shots to other people. I want to just be on record and admit, Brother Mike, when there's time like, yo, you know what? Being around me during those months, you could probably say, man, that G's off. Yeah, I was. I was really off. I think I was an energy vampire. I think I was glass half empty on every single topic. And I can... I can really feel the difference now than then. All of us get in that place. And just think about when you start spinning up a narrative in your head that's just based on sort of speculation, where does that story go? And if that story always goes to a negative place, it's a good play. It's a good time to sort of start checking yourself and realize maybe you need to talk to someone, but also that you could be that person right now. That that's terrible vampire. advice, Mike. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, good stuff. We appreciate all you guys being with us. All right. We'll get your text messages, feedback, and then we'll have words to live by. Mike Lewis is filling in for Ursula. It is the Gene Ursula Show. What's up, everybody? It is the Gene Ursa Show. It is Thursday, and yes, Mike Lewis is hanging out with us all week long. But let's get to the text messages right now. Scenarios, I still have one of my sugar daddies, despite moving in with my boyfriend, should I tell him. Nikki says, Chef, don't slut shame her for being a sex worker. Cliff in Woodenville. (laughs) I'm glad you agree. Uh, Cliff in Woodenville says this. There is zero chance the boyfriend accepts this, quote, side hustle unless he's a budding pimp, of course. Now, why does he suddenly get to take charge? She's her own free agent. I mean, he doesn't get to say he shouldn't get any of this money. That's a good question. 
Yeah. If, if your lady is doing if that she's on the doing side, that, she's already established her own personal business. Yeah. Like you're misogyny in this. Yeah, exactly. Jeez. If you, if if you want more money, you yourself go get a part-time Bingo. job. There you go. University chancellor fired for making porn videos with his wife. Four two five says, why did they get fired? Because people became aware of the fact that as a married couple, they're having sex. Young couples tell people all the time, "We're trying for a baby," and they don't mean kidnapping. Uh, Stan firing people for making extra money off on their off time is wrong. It doesn't affect their day job. Give them their jobs back. Chef hates sheets. Robin Pialop says, <laughs> LOL. I'm shocked Chef said comforter and not duvet. Actually, yeah. it is a duvet. <laughs> <laughs> why, why, wait, wait. Why did you change your voice to say that? Well, technically, duvets have a separate sheet cover on them, whereas comforters have no cover. Okay. That's the difference. All right, go ahead. I thought the duvet was the coveter, cover of the comforter. Isn't it a duvet cover? Isn't that what it is? All right. There. We'll right, move on. We're moving along. <laughs> from Rob. <laughs> from Rob. Sheets are to keep your blankets or comforter or duvet from getting sweaty and dirty. Can, real quick. Question. Yeah. Question. If you allow someone to sleep on your couch, do you require them to put a sheet down or are you just okay with them sleeping on your couch? I always put a sheet down for them. I don't require them to do anything other than just... How often do you have people sleeping on your couch? In my 20s? All the time. What are you talking about? They sleeping naked on your couch? Chef, don't act brand new, bro. They're y'all sleeping know, naked, but in y'all socks. Y'all know in our <laughs> 20s, you slept on some couches. I slept on some couches. We all slept on some Sometimes couches. Sometimes you just woke up on a couch. Dude, the couch at my house that I shared with I, roommates had rats living yeah, in it. Yeah, I just want to no, say. No, she required. I just want Mike Lewis to know that I'm catching those subliminal shots. <laughs> Go ahead, Mike. You're the, <laughs> I caught them. <laughs> Seattle Council President wants more money for Seattle police officer from Jason in Port Orchard. Gee, got to remember SPD is paying them hiring bonuses. Did that work? Oh, Oh, fair point. 253 says, it's a combination of morale and money. When the city has been against you, uh, uh, your ability to successfully perform your job, morale is poor. Then to risk your life daily with mentally ill and drug-addicted people with the prevailing dislike and disrespect for law enforcement. You have to ask if you're getting paid enough to deal with that level of stress in your life. I am a park ranger, and my recent experiences with dangerous and unpredictable drug-addicted homeless individuals has me considering... If I'm getting paid enough to risk my life with growing frequency. I just want to say this. You park rangers out there, hey, salute to my brothers and sisters that are park rangers. Because y'all yeah. be dealing with some stuff A out lot there. Of stuff. I can Ooh, service man. Come on now. Come on. I mean, could you imagine just like you by yourself? And you're just out there and you're having to like go up to some folks that are unhoused and I don't want to do it. Go ahead, Mike. What you got? All right. From Brian in Tacoma. Yeah. Should cops be forced to be working overtime and spend time away from their friends and family and have sooner burnout in their career just to afford the 150k a year? Base salary is what's important. Ancillary overtime jobs through contracts like security and traffic control should not account for 40% of their 150k. Well, when I was reporting salary figures, I wasn't reporting that ancillary amount. I was reporting strictly. You're well, right about that. It's a good point about overtime, but I was reporting strictly what they're paying 
paid by the SPD for regular base salary and overtime. There was disrespect on the show that we talked about. The state of Washington is the 43rd most attractive state. Ryan253 says Washington pageant culture looks for intelligence and community involvement more than looks. Could we be the Ryan? S- that was good. Could we be the seventh least ugly rather than the fourth? <laughs> it's like right. the hottest list. It's more like <laughs> the naughtest list. Uh, we just need to add more states and improve our ranking. Uh, Christopher in Montlake Terrace. Washington suffers from people keeping their clothes on. It's cold and wet and dark. We're also sad. LOL. Luca from three like Steph Curry says the amount of people walking around in public wearing pajama <laughs> pants doesn't help our ranking. LOL. Luca, you nailed that. I think Luca wins text of the day. Words to live true. by brought to you by Wilcox Farms. All right. Since we have spent a lot of this discussing names for certain unnamed individuals here, uh, I figured I would go with a quote related to names from W.C. Fields. He says, it ain't what they call you. It's what you answer to. Wow. That's a. It's actually a pretty good quote. That's a pretty good quote. I like that. Never heard that before either. It's All right. One. Brother Nick, what you got, man? Well, yesterday it started with some meat and pasta names. Then we opened up the line for listeners <laughs> to play the game. And they came up with some neat and better ideas than we had. Even Sully tried a Tootsie Pop handle, which wasn't bad. But whatever's on your mind for Magic Mike and his new tag, don't be too hard on this meatloaf. We won't make his day a drag. No, I won't do and I'll try not being an energy vampire overdoing this the names. This is what I was waiting for. <laughs> He'll be back, I'm told, tomorrow. So we'll simmer down those flames. We'll try and lighten it up on a fresh Friday tomorrow. Nick, I had that song you played yesterday stuck in my head all day. And I was giggling the whole afternoon. <laughs> Here comes the rebound, baby. Exactly. Oh, Nick, good stuff, man. Great stuff. Today. Chef, great show today. Appreciate you. Mike, always a pleasure to hang out with you. Fantastic. Looking forward to tomorrow on Fresh Fridays. You know, before we get out of here. I do. I, I mentioned something earlier. I want to mention it again. Um, mental health is something that we discuss a lot. I think that we need to discuss it more here in our society because there's a lot of our brothers and sisters out here that are suffering. Some are suffering in silence. Some of the strongest people that you might know in your life, yeah, sometimes they're struggling. It's easy to. They might be smiling all the time, but ask them how they doing. How are they really doing? Don't just do it for lip service. As someone who has just really enrolled myself and kept at it in this therapy, it truly has helped me a lot. So I hope that by me saying this, I hope that I at least encourage one person to go talk to somebody. It is a real important thing. All right, that's it for us. We'll be back tomorrow. The Jack and Spike show comes up next. We appreciate you for listening. Love you for that. And as always, be kind. Hope you have as much fun as we have. So long, everybody. And I would do anything for love. And I'll take the and seal a pact. But I'll never forgive myself if we know